In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In January 2019, I attended a conference at Virginia Theological Seminary. There was a small group of us giving and receiving papers, reflecting on how to handle difference across the church. At the end of the second day before dinner, we adjourned, we adjourned for, for worship. We walked to the chapel, the new chapel at the seminary. The old chapel had burned down a few years before. That evening in worship, someone preached. I will admit to you, I have no memory of who that was. I mean, none. Might have been a very, very fine sermon, but I do not know. For you see, as soon as I sat down in that chapel, I stopped listening to anything in worship that evening. I was only looking. I was looking across the church to the altar, right next to the altar at a banner. I was thinking, could that be? No, it can't be. Yes, it has to be. How did they get a Kirsten McDaniel banner here? I could not wait for that worship service to end. You all have never felt that feeling before. But that evening, I could not wait for the public worship of our Lord to cease so I could examine the banner and verify what I hoped was true. The chapel at Virginia Theological Seminary that evening held a Kirsten McDaniel banner. I did not hear the good news. I saw it. Gilda, the gift of good parents, who they are both publicly and privately, sometimes when we are their children, if we have been blessed by good parents, it means Without intending to, we can kind of take them for granted, can't we? Oh, that woman over there, all that art, that's mommy. To the people of all souls who knew Kirsten McDaniel for decades, if you all are not careful, perhaps you grew just to assume every parish as a tall Swedish woman who tended to favor well-dressed men from Louisiana who along with all her other art projects kept your church outfitted with banners and frontals and kneelers and vestments and other tactile reminders that the gospel can be heard sometimes just as well as it can be. It can be seen sometimes just as well as it can be heard. That woman over there in the beret, all this art, that's Kirsten. Doesn't your church have one? My first memory of Kirsten, as it should be, involved seeing her. A tall woman, she took up all her space, both horizontally and vertically. I always thought Kirsten could teach a class on how to use the elbows to full effect while walking. <laughs> Along with the art she created, Kirsten was also an art project. Her dress, her speech, her laugh, her interest in others, her love, 
for Holcomb and Gilda and All Souls and Asheville taken all together was a captivating piece of art. I'm aware that All Souls just celebrated 125 years of the consecration of this church. Happy birthday, All Souls. When you consider All Souls and how this place is what it is, there are particular souls that come to my mind. Richard Morris Hunt, Carl Bitter, David Maitland Armstrong, and his daughter Helen, Mary Ann Zabriskie. I mention those names because those souls help the people of all souls to see the gospel. I don't believe any of those folks ever actually preached a sermon here. But you know, I've heard sometimes people just aren't listening. <laughs> sometimes they're too busy seeing and looking around. So if they aren't listening, give them something good and beautiful to see. Kirsten was born in a textile town in Sweden. Her dream was to be a fashion designer, so she came to Western North Carolina to work at Hadley and started her own business, Gildefrocks, a clothing, a clothing line for young girls. And she also helped establish the Asheville Gallery of Art. But the liturgical art. This morning, I want to talk about the liturgical art. Rick Dennis, who was a priest here at All Souls, had a vision for banners to be used in worship. So in 1979, I think Kirsten made that first banner, the first banner, but not the last. Her first banner was for All Souls before making all kinds of liturgical art investments for over 100 churches and seminaries across the land. But the first banner she made was for the church that she loved. If you will allow me, I would like to read a portion of a letter that Kirsten wrote to a Methodist minister in Salisbury, North Carolina, where she described her technique and how it came to be so distinctive. And this is what she said. My technique came about by accident. I was starting a commissioned piece which was to be on a blue background. After pulling out some 30 fabrics, I gave up and left my workroom in disgust. None were good. When I reluctantly faced the inevitable the next morning and went down to my workroom, it's beautiful. I'll use all of the colors, was the reaction. At the time, I was painting a lot and used cross-hatching in either pastels or oil. Why not cross-hatch in fabric to create texture and rich colors? I build up colors using small strips of fabric, layer upon layer, until the effect is achieved. It's very forgiving. I can either add another layer or rip out the offender. All it takes is mountains of fabric and lots of patience. My banners are made solely by me using my trusted about 100-year-old industrial class Singer machine. It can do only one thing, sew forward. <laughs> this is the last thing she wrote. I feel that a viewer in the back pew, raise your hand if you're in the back pew. She's talking about you. I feel that a viewer in the back pew should be able to enjoy the banner from a distance. 
but for those who want to examine it more closely, I carefully work details by hand. I don't think Kirsten ever preached a sermon here, but in describing her art, did you hear all that good news? Forgiving, patience, all the colors, concern for the person in the back pew, as well as the person who desires to draw close. Who knew you had such a gifted, sweetest preacher in your midst? When I read Kirsten's own words on her art, I'm reminded of a quotation by Carl Jung. Carl Jung once wrote, it is high time to realize it is pointless to praise the light and preach it if nobody can see it. It is much more needful to preach the art of seeing. Kirsten preached through fabric the art of seeing. For decades, many fine preachers have stood in this pulpit at All Souls, but along with their careful words, I do not think we have ever fully appreciated how much Kirsten invited people also to see what the preacher was trying to say. What if I use all the colors? That, my friends, is the good news. The Good Shepherd came to care for all the sheep, all the colors, all the souls, all the swells and sorts who have ever entered this church. Upon entering this church, if a Kirsten banner was hanging, they saw the good news even from a distance before they heard it. Upon seeing the good news from a distance, possibly they drew close. Upon drawing close, they saw the work of an artist who with patience and forgiveness only saw, only sewing forward, using all the colors, helped turn a small parish church into a spacious cathedral. Along with the liturgical art that she made for all souls and churches across the land, she was also a faithful member of the altar guild here. Remember I mentioned she was tall, so she could get to those hymn boards without a ladder. <laughs> she also made purificators from old and torn fair linens. So along with seeing the good news, perhaps you drank from the common cup here with a chalice bearer who wiped the cup clean with the Kirsten McDaniel recycling project. As a member of All Souls Altar Guild, she was also a teacher to the new members. She helped them understand what was what and what things were called and why it mattered. I'll use all the colors. That statement wasn't just a moment of artistic inspiration, it was a confession of faith. All the colors we see here this morning, all the colors in this church and seminaries where Kirsten's work is known and seen, all those colors help us see and see again that God's grace shows up in every color, in every fabric, in every sheep, whether they are currently lost or found. Wherever you are seated this morning, if you have eyes to see, then you can see what Kirsten wished for you. Wherever you are, she wanted you to see what it looks like when an artist gifted by God uses all the colors. And if you can't see, then draw particularly close and hold these banners in your hands. Feel the layers and the textures Know that the artist, gifted by God, chose to use everything, all the pieces, 
layer upon layer, to convey to us that God's resurrection is thick and sturdy and durable. All the colors, all the pieces, all together, created a visual alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Can we see now what she was trying by the grace of God to show us? At a burial Eucharist, the preacher is to proclaim with words the resurrection. This morning, if you know where to look, you've already seen it. 